guys, before we get into this week's podcast, I want to talk about my brand new online course. I am super excited about this, and this was highly requested by you guys, actually. If you have been following me for a while, you know that majority of what I talk about on my podcast or on my YouTube channel is something called self-parenting. This is essentially mental health. This is the day-to-day process of really learning how to love yourself, be mentally healthy, be emotionally healthy, heal from your past and rebuild, motivate yourself, deal with anxiety, etc. This is the bulk of what mental health is and this is quite frankly what we were supposed to learn growing up. So in this course, I will give you the step-by-step guide of how you can begin being both mentally and emotionally healthy. I am super excited about this course and I know you guys will absolutely love it. So click the link down below and check it out today. Hey guys, welcome back. Let's get into today's topic. We're going to talk about going no contact and I want to give you some things to avoid doing if you are trying to go no contact. First off, let me say it is literally no joke to try and go no contact. No matter the type of relationship that you have been in with this person, it is a difficult process. There is having to face the realization of who someone is. You are emotionally attached to this person, which means it's going to be even harder for you to leave this relationship. Now remember, your emotional attachment or your trauma bond or whatever it is that you want to call it is an emotion, it's not logic. So that's why your emotional attachment that you have to people, that part of you can't really dictate whether or not someone's actually good for you or healthy for you because that's a logical decision that you make. And so the emotional attachment is just basically the feelings and the love that you have for a person regardless of how unhealthy they are for you. Sometimes people really fear going no contact because Honestly, they fear what this person is capable of doing. They fear the backlash that they could possibly get by not having this person in their life. And that fear really debilitates them and and oftentimes will cause that person to not really set these boundaries in place for years and years and years because of that fear that they have, that this person is going to do something, say something, and that they are not going to be able to handle it. Or they don't want to walk into the unknown of what could possibly happen if all of a sudden they just decide to go no contact with this person. I would say more often than not, people not fear going no contact, but they just don't do it. They don't really set up these boundaries. They don't start detaching from this person because quite frankly, they're lonely and they would rather have someone who is unhealthy or toxic around them than be left to their own devices. Remember, this doesn't have to be a romantic partner. This can be a friendship. This can be a family member. This can be anyone in your life that you are attached with and a little dependent on in a very unhealthy way. So if you can't even recognize that your relationship with this person is a little dysfunctional, you can't recognize that you're, I don't want to say you're the problem, but that you need to just work on yourself and being okay with being alone and working on that, then you're going to just stay stuck in cycles with dysfunctional people time and time again until you either hit enough pain which 99.9%, I would say everyone hits enough pain at some point in their life where they need to do something different. And that's usually where you start watching videos like this, where you know that you need to go no contact. You know you need to set up better boundaries. You know there has to be some kind of consistency that you're doing with this person that you've just lacked before and has caused the relationship to either take a turn for the worse or you're experiencing way too much pain now 
or you just realize that you are your own priority, that you are starting to make yourself happy, take responsibility for yourself, and that this relationship isn't serving you in the way that it did before. You're wanting more out of your life and yourself and your relationships than you ever have. And this is where you start kind of getting the courage to really do this. Another really hard thing with romantic relationships is the love bombing. I think that when you live in the projection of who you want someone to be, or you're just always thinking about all the good times, or you're just, you can easily get suckered back into a relationship from someone either love bombing you or shaming you or guilting you, then you're just more susceptible to getting put back into that cycle and you going through the same thing over and over again. But remember what I said, no matter who it is, when you go through that cycle, there will be a time where you just are done. And if you're not there yet, don't shame yourself or judge yourself for going back. Even when I coach people, I tell people all the time, look, you judging yourself for even wanting to go back is not helping the situation. It's not helping you to have the courage and the self-love that you need in order to feel strong to actually leave a relationship. So be good to yourself, but you do wanna understand the difference between real healthy love, dysfunctional love, and your emotional attachment to someone versus you making a logical decision on whether or not someone should be in your life. The most important thing about going no contact is really the boundaries and the consistency. If you have a set of boundaries and if you are consistent with them, this will, I don't wanna say it's gonna be a breeze, but it'll be way easier for you because you've kind of laid the foundation and now it's just a matter of like repetition for it to start to feel normal to not have this person in your life or for it to be normal for you to have this boundary or for it to be normal to put up walls on that you're not engaging with this person and getting pulled back into the drama with them. So it's just about repetition and consistency for you to start to create a new habit than what you had done before. But here are the mistakes that almost every single person, if they don't make all of them, they're definitely going to make some of these mistakes. Number one, they want closure. They want closure from this person. They want this person to own everything that they did. They want this person to apologize to them. They want some kind of an explanation even as to that person's behavior and why they did what they did. And here's what I'm going to tell you. This person does not have, they don't have the ability to self-reflect on their actions, their behavior, why they do what they do. They actually don't even know. And the funny thing is, you probably know more about why they're doing what they're doing and the wounds that are inside of them and what causes them to be who they are than they even do. So you're never going to get an explanation as to why they're doing what they're doing. You're definitely never going to get some kind of an apology or any kind of empathy because they absolutely lack it. So a big part of closure is you learning how to give it to yourself and closure really is just you deciding to move on. That's it. And again, it's something that you have to do over and over again. You're not going to just logically decide to move on one day and then you're never gonna have this itch or this urge for you wanting closure or wanting an explanation or you want this person to come to you and apologize for all the pain and all the suffering that they put you through. That's never going to happen. And really that's just your ego talking. And if you can learn to kind of deal with those feelings yourself and a big part of all of these mistakes that people make is the fact that they are looking outside of themselves to get something that they think that they need in order to feel good or to move on. The next mistake that most people make 
this is definitely going to happen probably in the beginning unless you are just so incredibly done and you're almost like you want to put the wall up. And for this, I would say that for those people, this really isn't going to be the case for you, but for any person who knows that they have to go no contact and they don't want to, and even if they kind of want to, it's still not the easiest thing in the world to do because this person has been in their life. And because they did have an emotional bond with this person is the communication. The communication has to, if anything, stop or be extremely limited. And obviously these are for the people that can't really go no, no contact, but definitely need to put up boundaries with this person. So the no communicating is really about if you can go absolutely no contact, you have no ties to this person, you have no children, you don't own anything together, you don't have a business together, there's literally no reason for you to ever see this person again, then this will be a breeze for you to some extent. But obviously if you get lured into any kind of love bombing or, or are you fantasizing and projecting? Healing starts with you. You have to choose that you want to actually thrive in your life. And that starts with investing in yourself. I offer a four week commitment to start your healing journey. Yes, this is a commitment. It's a commitment to yourself, to the life that you want to see become a reality and to a healthier way of living. It includes private coaching sessions with me. It requires you to do weekly homework, tailored specifically to what you are going through in your journey and also access to my nine-week online course. If you're feeling like you're stuck in something you can't get out of, this is the first step towards happiness. Sign up today on my website in the links below. Then it might be a little bit harder for you. But if this is, if your situation is one where you can't completely go no contact, you limiting the communication and reeling it back could be really difficult for you as well because again, your ego is involved and you want to prove something to this person. I want you to know what you did to me. I, I want to tell you that the way you're behaving is absolutely ridiculous. So the texting and the emails and the going back and forth and trying to convince someone of something, that is what I'm talking about. That really, really needs to stop because the mistake that most people make is they think that by communicating all of this and exposing how this person is making you feel is going to get this person to be human in any way, shape or form. And it's not going to happen. You have to also remember, depending on the person that you're dealing with and the situation and all those things, a lot of times this person is going to purposely do things and say things to you to get a reaction out of you because that's what they want. They want to know that they can still get you in some way, that they can get that reaction, that they can cause you to be angry because it gives them a high. And so if anything, don't give them what they actually are looking for, which is a reaction from you. The hard part for romantic relationships is this fantasy and this projection and this romanticizing about either what used to be or what I had at some point or what this person did for me during this period of my life or they were so romantic on this day and they kind of think of all these different scenarios that made this person the person of their dreams but they literally don't go through any of the painful experiences that they went through with this person or they don't go through the times where 
they realize that this person actually just isn't even right for you. So you really have to start kind of knocking some sense into yourself and stop projecting who you want this person to be or who they once were at one point in time and really face the realities. And again, this is not the easiest thing in the world to do, but you have to start facing the realities of who someone is and also not in your mind telling yourself that they're going to be different with the next person. That's the other thing that will really get people kind of tripped up in this process where, especially if there's a new supply in the mix or there's a new partner that this person has, is all this, all these stories that you portray in your mind that this person is now going to change. They're going to treat this person so much better. I guess they found their soulmate with this person and it wasn't me. And you start just chipping away at your own self-esteem and creating these stories that don't really exist. The other thing that I see a lot of people do is just the sharing of personal information. This is where if you, again, can't go absolutely no contact and you have to have someone in your life in some way, shape or form, there are going to be days where this person is not going to show up as your enemy or you know the worst person in the world. They're not gonna be ridiculously mean and sometimes they're going to be somewhat normal, somewhat charming again, somewhat agreeable and they're going to play nice in the sandbox from time to time. And when that happens, it's very easy for you to want to put your guard down because that's your nature. No one wants to live their life constantly on eggshells, waiting for the shoe to drop, having this wall up. And it's hard sometimes to protect yourself and be human and just be who you normally are. But it is about learning how to not be naive. A lot of the time, is just because of this naive view that we have on people where we think everyone is the nicest person in the world just because they did a little bit of something or said something that it must be true. And we don't really follow people's patterns and their actions. I would say that the pattern that a person has will show you whether or not they can be trustworthy. And if someone has shown you in the past that they can't, be trustworthy. It's not that they can't be ever, but that has to be built. And I think with this type of personality, it's going to be pretty much impossible for you to ever have the type of friendship or relationship that you would actually want with this person. And so what you're doing now, if you cannot go absolutely no contact, is you're learning how to have a relationship with this person, but not an emotional relationship, not a connection, not the relationship you would want because you have to really know and accept your audience. I would say that the worst mistake that people make, aside from wanting closure, I would say that's something that most people will struggle with if they are trying to go no contact or even just getting lured back in through either love bombing or, or manipulation or those kind of things is the revenge. A lot of people want to seek revenge. A lot of people want to tell their new partner who they are. They want to expose them in some way. They want to, you know, quickly get into another relationship to show this person that like, you didn't break me. Like, look at me go. See, I have another relationship. They want to look at their social media. They want to, you know, post a picture because in the back of their mind, they're thinking like, oh my God, this person's going to see this at this point and they're going to look at me living my best life and they're going to feel so sad and upset and they're going to be devastated because of what they did to me. And it's just this like obsession that this 
person has, this hold that this person has over you that causes you to just not ever really move on. When you're seeking revenge, what you're doing is you're just kind of playing out all of your hurt, all of your anger out into the world and you're not going to get anything back that's going to help you to feel soothed, to feel better by what you're doing. There's no game that's being played. The, the best thing that you can ever do for yourself is learn how to give your own, take, to give yourself happiness, to consciously move on and to really accept who this person is. If you can work through those three things and learn how to do those three things and that takes time, then you will be the most healthiest, confident person. And that's what you really want. You wanna be able to gain something from this experience. You wanna be able to learn more about not just yourself, but people in life and how to handle situations and how to not project and fantasize on people and how to have really good boundaries and how to be consistent with those boundaries and how to deal with the temptation of wanting to text that person or, you know, romanticizing about all the love bombing that they're doing or even indulging and letting them shame you or guilt you in any way, shape or form. This is what we're, sp we're supposed to be learning about all these things. And if you can really take what I'm saying and think about which one of these things you either have done already or would want to do or want to get that closure, then you can start to work through within yourself how to soothe yourself to not need those things, to not react so much to this person, that's when you truly start to move on. So I hope this video has helped you. I really hope it saves you a lot of time and pain that some of us have probably had to go through at some point because we did these things. So please, please, please learn from our mistakes, work on yourself, and I'll see you in next week's video.